2: Beyond. Beyond? That's yeah, it. No, you guys, you did right, it. We did, did it right. Yeah. Hey,
3: everybody. Welcome <laughs> to Beyond episode... I didn't write it down. I think it's 482, but I might be wrong. I'm Max Scoville, and I'm joined by Brian Altano. <laughs> Damon Hatfield. Hello. And Dan Stapleton. We also have a great hello. show lineup for today. We've got all kinds of stuff to talk about. There's Middle Earth Shadow of War. That's a title we're going to be screwing up left and right. Uh, <laughs> Ubisoft announced that they're working on an Avatar game, and I'm mm-hmm. the only person who wants to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> Battlefield 1 DLC has the Franch... And uh, yeah, there's a bunch of other stuff to talk about. Kind of bits and pieces trickling out of the course of the week. Of course, Horizon Zero Dawn is out this week. We talked about that extensively last week, but um, everyone here has played a bunch of it. What, what do you guys think? We haven't heard kind of your perspective on it. Yeah, welcome it. to the show, guys.
2: Yeah, thanks for Thank joining us. You. Uh, no, I we all. I think everyone loves Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, it's like totally my kind of game. I love Tomb Raider games. I love Far Cry. Uh, I like exploring big open worlds and having being able to uh, tackle objectives at my own pace. So, yeah, I, I love the game. I love the variety of things there are to do and the variety of tools you have at your disposal.
1: I think it actually has a, a fair bit of uh, Mordor DNA in there as well. Sure. Like uh-huh. the, the, the whole domination thing and, and, you know, overriding things. Like that's that was one of my favorite parts about Mordor, and it's one of my favorite parts about this, being to yeah. take You hacked
4: those dogs and rode up the side of a building. I think oh. it's a rarity to have an open world game that doesn't um, sort of begin to immediately fatigue you at every angle like i think that the diversity in terms of like objectives uh quests and stuff like that all the things you can collect like it's just enough that when you're like i've spent too much time doing this i can jump over to this like it it feels fresh every single time i'm it's rare that i'll put 55 hours into an open world game and still feel like oh there's a lot i want to do
1: well plus i, I think a, a big part of that variety is the combat is so yeah. different every fight just because mm-hmm. you can you can change how it plays out based on what area you're targeting mm-hmm. like that to me is is you know a not bottomless well but but really deep well of of possibility for, you know, approaching combat encounters differently. I think that... Different, co- couple, different enemy types and different weapons.
4: Yeah, part. and that coupled with the fact that there are the uh, encounters that you experience in the in the open world are not scripted. They are not happen at the exact same time. Like, you'll turn a corner and there'll be like three or four watchers that are corrupted and they're higher level and they're harder to fight. And you're like, do I want to take these guys down with ropes or slingshots or my weird like, you know, bombs, all this other stuff. So, yeah, it's cool. Uh, we had the devs in earlier today at a live stream uh, mm-hmm. which you can check out. We'll put the archive up and we were pretty spoiler free on that one yeah. so
3: do you get any cool like breakouts
4: from that or tidbits of so of- one of the things i found out was that they basically pitched this game seven years ago Wow, and we're like yeah that's not gonna work like we can't <laughs> make that yet <laughs> i think they had the ambition for it and it's also like aesthetically it's completely different than anything gorilla's done before if you look at uh the kill zone games they're going for this very sort of like metal and glass look which you get to see in a lot of the robots in this game but in s- in terms of that like weird like open woodland Utah Gosh, mountain, like, yeah, all I mean, that kind of stuff. Uh, that's entirely new for them, so they spent a lot of time studying that, studying um, like, sunrises and stuff to get the HDR just man, they, right.
1: They really knocked the robot design out of the park. It's so cool. Like, and and the animation. Are awesome. yeah. Yeah. The, an- the
4: animation and the yeah. way they move
1: is just incredible.
4: Yeah, and I think they found this really good balance of the sort of uh, stuff that we understand here, like, oh, almost every enemy has, like, a real-world counterpart where you're like, that's kind of a hyena, yeah, and that that's sort <laughs> of, a of a beetle.
2: They spit maximum Thing they
4: specifically mentioned zoids really, yeah, okay, yeah,
3: that was being say, an like, influence. I really hope they make toys from this game, and then I was like, Oh, wait, they totally do, yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah but it's like you were talking own. about Max about the crocodiles in this game don't react like crocodiles do in other video games, like they're 100 foot long knights, just hop monsters. on their heads across, yeah. the <laughs> <ground>. <laughs> or put a stick in their mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, they lunge at you and they leap in the air, so yeah, I think the design for the enemies in this game is really inspired. Uh, I'm really glad it's out in the wild. They seem very relieved that you know people love it, so
3: yeah, no, that's L- gonna be such a wonderful thing of just shipping a game of that magnitude yeah and, yeah. and get having it to get good reviews yeah, exactly so
1: so often these guys you know developers are working on their games for years and a, like a lot of them just fall in love with it and stop seeing the flaws yeah so it must be such a huge relief to put it out and have it like
2: actually be right that it's awesome. yeah. Yeah. yeah
4: yeah yeah i mean the critics are gonna love it or critics love it and i think the audience is really
2: going to connect with it
4: so what are you gonna, so, gonna say
2: damon uh, one thing that irks me it's a small thing in the in the grand scheme of things but you know this is supposed to be taking place far in the future uh and sort of society's sort of been knocked down a peg back down to a more primitive uh existence but when the characters talk to each other they just sound like people talking in the year 2017 yeah that was kind yep. of
3: my problem too also the fact that like a whole race of robot animals has evolved but <laughs> you still have like regular ass like woodland critters and the, there's three yeah. three regular animals left Don't yeah,
2: I think, can I so
4: that uh, gets explained okay um it's still goofy. Yeah, <laughs> like it's yeah. still very no, video game.
3: I think we we're we we're we we're joking about this, but I forget if this on the show or not. But the idea that this is like this is like M Night Shyamalan's The Village, and yeah. like there's like a Burning Man festival, and somebody has like really bad spyware on their phone, and like yeah. oh man, my robot dinosaur I built that shoots flames,
4: it's gone out of control. Yeah. and
3: you go over a ridge, and there's just like cars driving by, and you're like oh, well crap. We kind of got carried away there. That yeah, was a little bit, I, mo- I, bit much molly. You <laughs> just spoiled the
4: ending of the game, man. Did I? Yeah. There's you, cars? Yeah, you come Good. over a ridge and there's a highway. And <laughs> I, think I, was
3: I, a I I went off about how I wish that it had cars, and you were like, just shut up. Just, <laughs> just shut
4: up. Well, you're like, I don't like this game. It has towns like The Witcher and a map like Far Cry. And I'm like, you're just describing <laughs> video games.
3: Yeah. <laughs> anyway, speaking of video games, uh, <laughs> Middle Earth Shadow of War uh, got uh, wonderfully announced by a Target. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Target. Thanks, Target. My, <laughs> my favorite gaming site, Target, the store. Um, Another retail site just
4: straight snitching. <laughs> yeah,
3: but the good news is, uh, yeah, this is coming sooner than we, I think, expected. It's uh, August 22nd stateside and 25th in Europe. Uh, it's going to be PS4, Xbox One, PC, and uh, Project Scorpio. Mm-hmm. Uh, presumably also uh, PS4
4: Pro, I'm guessing, because, I mean, Shadow of Mordor runs on, on Pro, right? Yep. Yeah, they, 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 um, well, every, they... Everything going forward is supposed to do it, right? Yeah, right. but that one specifically got a patch to make yeah. it run better. Better. I i downloaded it because it was in some sort of flash sale for like that's, seven bucks
1: it was like one of the first things that we that we got with when we got the ps4 yep. pro review uh units in what was shadow of mortar was one of the first thing to be ready to go
3: on that Yep. so that and that that looked fantastic yeah that. and
4: for a game that's what three four years old now yeah, like I it's a couple yeah. three years old
3: yeah um but then of course to follow this up uh wb games and uh, monolith basically just they were like, oh, cat's out of the bag. Whoops. Uh, so here's what's going on with it. There's an improved nemesis system. Obviously, that was a huge part of the last game. It was um, the part. Like, yeah, yeah, it was the part. Was, it was the thing that really
2: set it, set it apart. Aside still from not really it. any other game that does that. Yeah. I'm
4: kind of amazed. I remember like years ago, we were covering this, and we were like, every game's got to steal this, and no one did.
2: Yeah, not in any, any meaningful way.
4: Yeah. I
1: mean, like, it kind of goes all the way back to like, Sid Meier's Pirates, Yeah. Like that that kind of idea of, of these these other actors out there. But man, that game was such a, such a surprise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, I still remember seeing it at E3 when it was announced like yep. I I, uh, I went in like I, I was there to see Batman yeah and well, like you kind of
3: saw Batman like well, medieval Lord of the Rings Batman <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it, it was being it was shown right next to Batman uh, and it was like a long line to, to see Arkham Knight so I'm like oh, okay I'll, I'll check out this, this Lord of the Rings game and I came out game of show like it yeah, was, right. It was, <laughs> well,
3: what sucked was it was uh when it came out, it got kind of mired up in controversy because it was this whole thing where YouTubers were getting paid to like give it, you know, like good buzz. Yeah, it's not the game's fault. That was yeah, no, some, no, totally. Some, but I mean, I, between marketer. that and then this getting announced by way of a leak, it's just I feel like they just have bad luck in terms of like how their their stuff kind of gets out there in the wild. But um. Yeah, the thing that's cool about this is the nemesis system has now been applied to the entire world. That's I think the angle here, and we so far we've so only have only had like bees that hate you. I think the bees will learn to hate you in time. Okay. Uh, there but were no, they,
4: bees uh, in the video in yeah. game. Yeah. Um, it's one the, of my favorite uh, weapons in video game history. <laughs> oh, no, I Just love that. Throwing a bag of bees at a dude. That was great. Like, oh, I love <laughs> <hate> those
3: bees. But yeah, like they they showed some kind of like humans, like regular people in the in the CG trailer, which honestly looks like a pretty regular as trailer. You know, it's pretty, but it doesn't really tell us much about the game. Um, but I think the idea that there are proper, like, you know, big human settlements, not just a bunch of orcs running around and, like, having Grog and hanging out with their bees. Uh, but, yeah, like, the last game, I totally forgot about this, was also developed for for last gen. Uh, and, well, sort uh, of. And it, did, well, it, <laughs> wait, it didn't have nemesis. It didn't have the yeah. nemesis.
2: It looked terrible. That was another right? kind of controversy, I think, about the release. Right. Yeah.
4: Oh, wait, the last gen version didn't have the nemesis system.
2: Yeah. Yep. And yeah. it looked it was just... Looked really
4: gross. Right? That's uh, really funny. So, like, what every new enemy was like? Whoa! It's nice to meet you. (laughs) 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 No, "No, we're we're friends.
1: We're enemies. We're of all the things to cut out. Like, I wouldn't expect that to be to be something that really required a lot of processing power. Because, like, when when you look at it, what it is, like, it's it's not. They're not all actually out there. Yeah, it's just this kind of low level. Even
4: even telltale games are like Clementine will remember that.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it's it's like it, it doesn't seem like. I you know I'm not I'm not an engineer, but yep. like I'm surprised they had to take that out. That's but, funny. But I, man, I remember booting that thing up on on 360 and PS3, and wow, like it, it, it looked terrible. The, all the textures were just like just a smear, and then they would go into a, a pre rendered cutscene, which was just gameplay from the the, the, uh, the PS4. And, I, and I'm so 100.
4: it always feels like. Training wheels the first year or two in a, into a generation yeah. where you're like you're like I feel like we're kind of being held back by the last platforms and now it's it's just very nice to just sort of like openly breathe current
2: gen without having oh, to worry so about nice. anything yeah. else you know yeah, for sure the original game actually looks really good on PS4 Pro yeah so I can't wait to see how this sequel is gonna yeah, yeah for sure Xbox Scorpio and PS4 and they've had oh, like yeah, they've had time right.
3: to, to really to get under the hood and, and screw around with it and they're not being held back by by last gen and mm-hmm. and I, I mean also you know they know that the Nemesis system is a thing that people enjoy you know they're not They're not
4: kind of flying blind here. Uh,
1: And somehow it's still their exclusive
3: game.
4: The interesting thing about this game is that, Dan, uh, well, one of you guys just referred to it as like a Lord of the Rings game, basically. Yeah, I was going to... To me, it's like... It's I have I'm one of those weird nerds that doesn't really have any connection to that lore. I just never really connected with it. I've seen the movies; they're fine. I'm okay. I'm more of a Star Wars dude. You hate the Lord of the Rings movies? They're not great yeah, they're, to they're, watch. They're, they're actually Ooh. really they're great to yeah, watch. Yeah, I mean they're really they're really great. I, I, I uh, respectfully really disagree. Yeah, I, I everyone does. I'm alone on this one. That's fine. <laughs> but that
3: being said, I love uh, how you're like, yeah. I mean, I'm I just I don't love them, and like you hate them. Yeah, they suck. <laughs> <laughs> you
4: just, you I don't win. love them. No, I I don't think they're great movies. Uh, they make uh, they're I don't know Hobbit movies. The, yeah, those. Are not great movie. Group. Are you sure
2: yes. you just saw the Hobbit movie? No.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I've actually only seen I've seen the first half of one of the Hobbit movies. That, that's more than enough. Which is like one quarter Hobbit. Did you get to the part that's where they were the washing been. dishes? No, that sounds fun. It's pretty great. They it's all like just, hour yeah. ten. <laughs> <laughs> but that being said, I loved Shadow of Mordor because I feel like all of that stuff was sort of background elements. It was window dressing. Like you saw that guy. Who's that? Gollum, whatever. Schmeagle, Gollum. whatever yeah. his name is. Yeah. Same guy. <laughs> same guy. Gollum, uh, Schmeagel. It's the same thing, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, p- get, pick a name. <laughs> just like
2: Anakin and Darth Vader. Think of it uh, that way. Sort of different, but yeah, why, yeah, <laughs> close enough. Okay. You know. did they make trying to put more, it uh, in terms, Brian? Will did appreciate? they make a movie where Gollum has to ride a bicycle and win a race? <laughs>
4: <laughs> so I would watch that. Um but that being said, I I could easily sort of just pass by the window dressing, didn't really read up on the lore, could skip through cutscenes, and then really enjoy the game for what it was. It was a really fun action adventure game. Yep. That being said, um Everything they've shown us for this game so far is very, very like lore. There was just like, this is the lore, except, and I was like, I'm good. Yeah,
1: except like if you're a hardcore, hardcore Tolkien guy, none of this stuff works. <laughs> none of
4: it really. Makes, yeah.
3: So I think this is kind of we've <laughs> got to accept this as kind of the the Arkham City of. Tolkien you know like yeah. it, there's a lot of stuff that happens in the Arkham games that is taking liberties with the source material and of course that's all superhero, so it's constantly being iterated on yeah there's nothing canon here like it's really it's you're gonna be making up your own characters like I my nemesis in the last one was called like Kaka the wrestler yep. <laughs> uh, mostly because I thought he was so great that I had to keep him living he was cross-eyed he had a really pointy hat yeah, and and then you know I just every time he'd show up I'd be like oh this guy's gonna he's gonna get one under me. I mean, right. it's just, you know. when, when he showed up, did they chat? Caw Yeah, kah, it, kah, kah, it, kah. it was great. It was awesome. Like I got a bunch of orcs <laughs> he's here. He's gonna poop. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like that's not a character that Tolkien created. That was procedurally generated by uh, you know the but, nemesis but system. It's, so. it's just, it,
1: doesn't, it doesn't even really fit in with like like magic is supposed to be super duper rare outside of actual wizards like Gandalf.
3: Yeah, but uh, you've got ghost poisoning or whatever, and you can do super jumps. Right. So you,
1: you've got you've got your your wraith buddy. Uh yeah. who who Sarah Rimbor, Celebrimbor. Yeah. Uh and you've you got all this magic that you're just not supposed to have in that universe. So they're they're they are taking a bunch of liberties. I I I look at it much like the Arkham games where it's yeah. like, hey, this is our own spin on the Lord of the Rings universe. Right. Uh you know, it doesn't really matter. This what, is an excuse to
4: beat up some orcs. Yeah. So now the first game <laughs> pretty dog. much only had two major settings, and one of them, it was like a 70-30 sort of. Like, you spent most of the time in one of them, and then you got to that yeah. weird kind of like island jungular paradise towards the end. Oh, Mordor, yeah. Yeah, yeah whatever whatever <laughs> you guys, whatever you guys yeah. call it. I think it was like Mordor <laughs> and like West Mordor or something, yeah. Yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, a part of Mordor that was still green. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Um, do you guys think that we're going to see more like in this? Like, I don't. I don't actually know the lore, so, so I, I don't. Mean,
1: they're, they're not calling it Shadow of of Mordor two. They're calling it Shadow of
4: War. So Why they are they go... not calling it Shadow of Wardor?
3: Ah, that's really good. <laughs> no. What about Middle yeah. Earth two? Even Mordor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they can they can go anywhere. Is, is the point?
1: Okay, like, yeah. it's, it's no longer bound to to. This has to be in Mordor. Yeah. So I might like it more
3: door <laughs> Ugh, awful uh, hold, <laughs> hold, hold the it mordor mean, that's something i'm excited about because like mordor is like i mean it's it's conceptually awesome it's it's a hellscape but as far as being a place you're stuck in for you know 40 hours it does kind of get tiresome so to see some some foliage is nice i don't know like i was kind of hoping we'd see some like some other you know lord of the rings territories like some you know some gondor like the mines of moria or something we might still but like you know, it's. I think they're kind of going to have like, here's
4: your playground. Go nuts. You what know, about see, bergendorf see? the ancient? Yeah, <laughs> wanna I see, do. I, I wanna see. I <laughs> <we wanna> <laughs> see, <laughs> you <wanna> see Mordor. <laughs> you want to see Gondor? You want to see all the doors? Yeah. Yeah. Hodor and the uh, uh, <laughs> uh,
1: Roham and the Rohirrim and the yeah. What yeah. uh, I'm, uh, I'm really hoping to, to see out of this is more of uh, the yeah. door.
3: Yes. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <Not> so easy.
1: <laughs> not you know mild mild spoiler for Shadow of Mordor here. But one of the one of the climactic battles before the bad boss battle at the end that wasn't you know wasn't very good. Yeah. But the four door. Yes, <laughs> the penultimate battle is this actual big big large scale war where you've got all of your war chiefs behind you and you go up against a bunch of other bunch yep. of guys and you all just you know charge and meet yeah. in the middle and, and fight it out. And that was fantastic. I want to see more large scale battles I mean, like that. It sounds especially like that's what they're doing. Shadow yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. especially if, if they get you know they've got other races in there. They got some some men, some elves, some dwarves. That'd be great. Just yeah. like have, have them all fight each other. So there's something about making AI fight other AI. Oh, totally. That I great. just love.
4: Yeah. It's great. I, um, I hope you can just unleash like a million bees on all. Of them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is my uh, my war chief, the beehive that I drew a face <laughs> on.
3: It's uh, very angry. Uh, no, that does seem like kind of the big angle here. Is it's not just about you, kind of being one guy but you really are building an army like you're creating you're kind of becoming a general uh there are nazgul and fell beasts which are those like the dark the dark riders who fly around on yeah. like hairless hawk dinosaur things uh those kick ass i yep. want to see those in the video games so that seems like a good thing does that the thing that the lady cuts the head off remember yes. yeah she is no man yeah, yeah. damn right uh but I yeah. about that part. I think I was <laughs> peeing. Yeah. Um, honestly, if you just come by my house, like any time over like Christmas break, I'd yeah. probably be watching it's Lord of the Rings. Movies. Christmas is yeah. a really good time yeah. to
2: watch those movies.
3: You just put them on. You just you drink and talk over them, and you're like, mm-hmm. "Why is that man there?" And you're like, "I don't know. He fell in a hole, and they got to get him out, and he's fighting a dragon." And you're like, "Oh, it's a good good movie. Good. I, I, I <laughs> Eighteen these, Oscars.
1: I assume these are the extended editions. Of oh God, yeah. Oh.
3: You're like, "Why are they Why are they kissing? Oh, she's an elf. <laughs> okay, your dad hates him. Um he can just go on forever. It's fine. Yeah. You've got a lot of drinking to do, so you need it in the background for a long time." Yeah, um, but we're going to get a gameplay reveal on March 8th, which is cool. Uh, I think there was
2: a preview event today. I don't know. We're going to get... Uh, yeah, there's something going on here at GDC. Yeah, yeah. so that's that's cool. I'm glad the, that the this... The best part this
4: is is like, is this is out in August.
2: Yeah, I think like, yeah. Oh, yeah. people really appreciate a game announcement like this. Yeah. I think they're really sick of the Mass Effect Andromeda... Last Guardian, Final Fantasy fifteen, No Man's mm-hmm, Sky—games yep. that just take years and years and years to come out. So yeah, I, yeah like, really like let
4: it. me know a thing exists, and then let me play it within a few months. Is a yeah. perfect scenario just for the me. Fallout four move.
3: Yeah. Yep. Um, so, in exactly the opposite of what you just said, you like to see more of. Uh, <laughs> Ubisoft announced this morning that there is going to be a new div- an Avatar game.
4: Speaking uh, of movies, on at Max's house all the time. <laughs> what? <laughs>
3: It's a good anyway. Um, yeah, uh, in the Facebook group, uh, and Keep Mantra said, "Does anyone care about Avatar?" And I would say, "Maybe some people <laughs> Someone do." Someone does. out of four of us. So honestly, I started. I don't know why. I, I got a. I think I got a Blu-ray player or I got like a nice TV and I was like, I want to watch Avatar on this. So I bought Avatar and then it became this thing I would put on whenever I was like, I want to look at something cool. Like yeah. I basically treated my living room like a Best Buy where I was like, I want to show off colors on my TV. So I'd put on this stupid cat movie
4: and then you'd come over and you'd be like, why are you watching Avatar? I'm like, cause it's funny. Those mm-hmm. cats are up there. They're doing <laughs> dinosaur stuff in the woods. It's, it's very odd to see this get announced in 2017. This is like, Announcing, like, a Wii bowling movie in 2017. Yeah, I
1: mean, they are coming out with more Avatar movies eventually, right? Yeah,
4: yeah. I mean, well, that's fine because I think they're, they're hunting for that money that they got the first time around. But Avatar was such a specific uh, sort of, like, time capsule of what was happening that year in terms of, like, yeah. the cinemas and 3D. And, and there already was an Avatar game. Yeah, there was. yeah, yeah. And it was, was real bad. It was bad. Also
2: from Ubisoft? Yeah. Yeah,
4: yeah. Um, I remember James Cameron came out that U- Ubisoft uh, press E3, conference right? Bef- yeah, right before this movie came out. And he got on stage and he just rambled. I remember being like, oh my god, it's the guy that made Terminator 2 and Aliens. This is going to be great. And he came on stage and he was like, so space peacocks, let's talk. <laughs> and then an hour and a half later, I was like, how long is this day?
1: <laughs> to, to be fair, Ubisoft has gotten a lot better at making open world games since then. And yeah. press conferences. Well, also,
3: we've reached a point where I think that it's... Licensed games don't really get made unless there's something going for them. Yeah, like yeah. we get stuff like we get stuff like Arkham and Shadow of Mordor now, mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to like, oh, it's the Return of the King hack and slash movie available this fall. It's like they didn't just—they're not just crapping this out theoretically. Yeah, uh, you know they've announced that they're—they're they're, it's going to be from Massive, the, the guys who did yeah. Division, uh, running in the Snowdrop engine. Um, so is this going to be
4: the division with really big trees or far cry with blue cats? I hope it's far cry. Me I too. really hope it's like multiplayer far cry with cat people. Cause if it's like yeah. hunting nightmare, alien monsters in a lush jungle, I'm all in Yeah, regardless of how much I care about. I uh, it, it's,
1: it's gotta be far cry. Assassin's Creed. Cause it, it can't be a first person game. You know, no, I mean? you're playing it, as a blue cat. It, it can't Why be, t- t- not?
3: it can't be a tactical <laughs> cat game. Also it's avatar. Well, it's a thing that appeals to like the, just the biggest, dumbest audience of people like me. Uh, <laughs> So it. it Wait, makes I want it since... to be
4: first
2: person, so I don't have to see these things. Yeah, <laughs> you, don't want, you don't want to see yeah. your. your blue see cat. Like a, I really I'm don't like, like meowing meowing looking at those things. You, you don't uh, want to that see, that see was your a, blue cap. A major <laughs> problem with the movie. I don't want to look at it. <laughs>
3: It's just gonna, it's That's weird, such they, an IGN.com <laughs> quote. I really don't like looking at those things. I do like that they like they showed, like, in this, they, they put in this video this morning, it was like a bunch of the devs being like, yeah, we liked Avatar, it was pretty cool, they had those space peacocks, and then James Cameron's like, that Snowdrop engine is great, probably, I don't know, I make movies. Anyway, or Avatar I used to. coming soon, yep. I guess, and then they showed a clip of that one of those cats walking through like a little canyon with its like g-string out and you're like all right well there's a cat's ass Wh- uh, which, which engine is st- snowdrop I don't know that, that uh that the name, division but, yeah oh, okay. yeah well, so that's a little th- less encouraging we're gonna have uh it's gonna be really there's they're gonna be crapping dogs everywhere uh there's gonna be realistic weather conditions and cop car doors you can shoot through I, I, yeah, I have maybe. nothing
1: I have nothing really against the division it's just like that's a that's a uh, engine built for an online shooter yeah I think it's, it's also
4: it doesn't it didn't really have a ton of verticality right like in I mean, you could climb up some buildings in the division, but like, if you, I want an avatar game where I can scale a 200 foot tall tree and then jump into it. Yeah, lake.
1: and that—that's an Assassin's Creed move.
4: Yes.
3: Yeah. Well, yeah. these guys do have background uh, working on. They worked on, I think, Assassin's Creed Revelations, I want to say, and the Far Cry Three multiplayer and co-op, which, I mean. They know how to put a, some tigers in
4: the jungle. If you know what I mean, yeah. I'm hoping maybe. this. I'm hoping this isn't like a, a division style kind of MMO. And I think it probably really, will be. Yeah, yeah, that kind of bums me out. I think the whole the whole thing of being like, oh, we want you to
3: explore the universe of Avatar. It sounds more like, uh, yeah, get. Get
4: involved with the universe, you know. That being said, the best thing about somebody making a game in a franchise that you don't really care about in a genre that you don't really care about is that you can comfortably double pass it without feeling any regret or remorse. Yeah. <laughs> <But then laughs> like again, if they make, this if is if they make from a cool a... Avatar game, I'm all in. Like, yeah. I'm yeah. into that.
3: That'd be really funny if this hooked you in the same way that, you know, Shadow of Mordor
4: did. And that's yeah, the thing, I mean, that's I... another long movie you don't like. Exactly. I fall in love with games because they're fun. And that's first and foremost yeah. what it's about for me, you know. So even taking a license that I don't care about like this uh, i'm putting it into something cool i'm you know cautiously yeah. optimistic
3: yeah i'm excited i mean it's just it's I, i'm just curious if nothing else just to see what like i don't know what the new avatar yeah. movies look like i'm They're, curious like
4: what
2: is there still an audience for these
4: movies are people
3: like oh totally.
2: really like you
4: really yeah well there was that tweet mm-hmm. going around last year about like avatar is the highest grossing movie of all time like mm-hmm. name yep. one quote from it and n- no one could you will name a, a quote from Transformers, uh, well, yeah. Revenge of the Fallen or whatever. Transformers roll
3: out. <laughs> I mean, the Transformers movies continue to gross more and more money, yeah. and they're less and less Transformers movies. Yeah. I, I mean, think a the lot difference of it,
4: is that it's like that is like that's like a four decade franchise at this point that has toys and cereal and TV shows, like, yeah. and it's also an international audience, yeah. That, yep, you know, so
3: I, yeah, moves, I think, I think a lot of Avatar's movies.
4: money came from overseas, yep. yeah,
3: completely. Um, but yeah, it's it's What's interesting is, I was thinking about this this morning, Uh, James Cameron, everyone's like, hurry up, James, come on, no one cares about Avatar anymore, that one came out in 2010, it's like, well, if you look at, uh, you know, Aliens, that came out seven years after Alien, and Terminator 2
4: came out seven years after Terminator 1, but that's that's presuming that Alien... Terminator and Avatar started out on the same level, sure.
3: <laughs> but he also had to build build an entire camera system. That's
4: true. You know, I mean, he's on those cats.
3: Yeah, he had to create all those all those weird peacocks up in space. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm I'm really kind of curious what the, what they do with those movies because how many times can you remake
4: Pocahontas? Yeah, yeah, it's true. Ferngully, Pocahontas, Avatar. You're done. That's it.
3: <laughs> Holy go. Trinity. Yeah. <laughs> I
4: don't
3: I mean if this is a game where you're doing free running through trees as a big cat and fighting like tiny men who are like half your size with big machine guns and you get to
4: get helicopters and stuff yeah it'll probably be I'm... like the division though but instead of in New York you're in a jungle and you shoot a cat 70 times in the face and he drops like a pouch yeah. that looks better on your butt yeah I, I, <laughs> I got a new leather thong for my cat's ass it's, it's in, a level 80 leather thong <laughs> in, my,
1: in my mind I, I went the, earlier in this conversation I went from the game Max just described yep. to the game Brian just described I'm like
3: yeah, oh, yeah that game does not yeah. sound good
4: well I hope it's between both of those worlds because i want an action adventure game and i love a cool leather thong (laughs)
3: yeah yeah all right well yeah anyway uh world war one the great war as it's known on in books or whatever (laughs) battlefield one's got dlc coming on the way uh i really love this game you're still playing it i'm still playing battlefield one which is something i didn't really expect but uh you play yeah. competitively? Yeah, I mean, I don't think competitive is the right word, but I play <laughs> online with other people. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but like I like, I'm there. I've been no. I, so I'm the life of
4: the party, but I'm at the party. Yeah. I've like, particip- 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 yeah. yeah. No, I've always I've always loved the
3: idea of Battlefield and it, like it's this it's this big kind of playground. I mean, it's effectively just an open world game where uh, there are people who are better than regular NPCs running around, and uh, you know, you get to maybe ride a horse or a tank or whatever, and they're just adding more and more weird stuff uh i'll skip over this cuz no one else cares about battlefield but me but uh I like battlefield. yeah they uh, Hat at it yeah. I'm bad at it too. <laughs> I got killed by a shovel yesterday. Um but they added uh the DLC that's coming up, they're adding a uh they get these things called behemoths, which so far in, in Battlefield have been like trains. Like if you're basically yep. if your if your team is is losing, they're like a behemoth is coming to help you, and this train shows up with cannons on it. You're like, man, this is a weird time to be alive. <laughs> um and uh now they're adding this like giant super tank that's like this giant it's like a steel behemoth. It was a it's a tank that everyone can climb into. And I think it's like a I think it's just going to be like a tank that fits like 12 people in it and everyone's just shooting guns out the side all but aboard. Yeah, but whereas like the the airships are like you're kind of they're kind of just floating around and the, the train is on like a straight line, this is something that can theoretically go all over the map and this is this is a little bit of ways but I'm like I I think that sounds really interesting. If you're just like your team's winning and then suddenly this huge tank shows up and you're like, "Ah, oh, crap. It's the French." <laughs> anyway,
2: Does playing Battlefield 1 gets you excited for Battlefront 2. Oh
3: God, yeah,
1: they, they yeah. were excited about that before Battlefield yeah. One. <laughs> no, like that was my, my problem two. with uh, yeah.
2: with with like
3: Battlefront, like going back to that after playing Battlefield One and being, being like, oh man, there are no tauntauns. I cannot ride a horse. Uh, right. The vehicles are like basically just power ups. They're not actual like things you can interact with. But the second that it's like, oh, three people have climbed into this ATST. Like if they if they make an ATST feel like a Titan and Titanfall, right? We've got a really cool thing in our
2: hands. Yeah. But I mean, I you don't know. know, if you'd want to ride a tauntaun into battle, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe more I of like know, a. <laughs> I mean, I don't know the horses. The horses in, in
3: Battlefield are like one of those things where if it like pops up and I'm like, ooh, it's my turn to deploy again. I get a free horse and there's like a horse there. I'm like, I'm gonna take this horse. I go like running into battle and I'm like, yeah, I got a sword. Then I run past a guy I'm like, ah,
4: crap, yeah. I gotta, I gotta turn around. It'd be weirder on a taunt. You can't really like stealth like yeah. Tom uh, like, I get switched on. Shut up, <laughs> it down. You space I like the idea you could
3: you could like cut it open and camp out inside. Yeah, you yeah. you're like, ah, I'm like if you're losing cover. health, you can cut your horse. Yeah. Out. <laughs> like, ah, that'd be pretty cool. He's still alive. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, that that's that's what kind of cracks me up. about Battlefield 1 is like it is so like it is such a just a, a janky time period where they're like, oh, no, somebody threw gas everywhere. And we're all coughing. And you're like, got to put on your funny hats. And you're mm-hmm. like, all right. You can run really fast and stab somebody with the the sword you put on the front of your. And it's like it's stuff that was kind of like that weird that gap between like, you know, old fashioned and modern warfare but I mean there's like you can literally get paper mache heads in that game to distract people who think you're, you're snipers and like they were like oh I've got a, a great idea let's make a pinata that'll that'll fool those guys <laughs> there's a mode where you catch pigeons like it's so weird it's so totally like on the same level of weirdness as Star Wars yep like the fact you're like oh cool I finally got that pickup that lets me be a bear <laughs> like <okay. laughs> the bear can smell very well so he knows where everyone on the map is is okay. that real? no that's Bosk oh, okay. sorry the lizard can smell very well <laughs> Anyway, um, this morning, another big thing, uh, Nintendo had a direct and they talked a bunch about all of the indie stuff that's coming to Switch. Uh, and obviously this is a PlayStation podcast, but it kind of got me thinking, is the Switch kind of the future of the Vita's like library? Is it like the new Vita? Is it the new portable indie machine? Or is this where yeah.
4: all the Vita support will end up?
2: Yeah, I mean, it kind of. I mean, yeah. it seems like they're going that. Or what's production. left of it? Yeah. yeah, The Vita turned out to be a great little portable indie device. Yeah. I think that's what you're alluding to. So, uh, yeah, I mean, there seems to be a lot of really cool indie stuff coming to the Switch, and you know, people have noted that there's still there's still a lack of third party support. But if you're getting like big Nintendo first party releases and then just a big flood of like cool indie stuff, yeah, that sounds like a. a, a a system that yeah. I would be happy with. I mean, that sounds a lot like what we got with the Vita. Yeah, where you'd be I think like, we we, yeah. we
4: would get like Uncharted in the Kill Zone here and there, and some other big ones, some AAA stuff from Sony, mm-hmm. and then indie stuff here and there. And I think. We got early on some third-party support for Vita in terms of, like, you look at, like, the sort of Assassin's Creed games that they made from the ground up. Um, stuff that you normally wouldn't really expect in a handheld. Uh, and I think ultimately that's the way people will remember this system is looking at it as a couple big tentpole video games. And then just really just this wide variety of cool, quirky, weird indie stuff. Yeah.
1: One of my big concerns about the Switch right now is that it has Zelda and pretty much nothing else at yeah. the gate until uh you know Mario Odyssey happens in the holiday period, so uh without a kind of a cushion of indies to to ride on like the, remember those those uh those old uh Hovercraft, remote control hovercraft, yeah. ride right on a cushion of air. Yep. <laughs> the 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 switch needs one of those, but made out of indies. Yep that will yep. that yep. will coast it along because otherwise it's going to have a super slow start. I
4: know? think if you look at the the attach rate on the Vita, it's something probably Nintendo would be would would kill for with the Switch. Um, people would buy a Vita and then buy like 12, 13 games for it. Um, the fact that. when I think about when I pick up my Vita there's like one or two games on there that are like full sort of meaty retail size games and the rest are like that was my favorite place to play crap like Hotline Miami yeah exactly yeah you know uh, Sound Shapes yeah no, I mean I
3: think it, like, it's like going to like a, a a fancy restaurant that does like a lot of little courses, as opposed to like you know you you sit uh, let me sit down and get that huge platter of like just a big a big thing that I'll have like I'll eat all of it and I'll be like oh I'm full you know it's just like a console experience. Whereas if you're like oh every every blank amount of time someone brings you like a small thing and you're like this is really fun and cool. What's the next thing you know? Yeah, like Sony was dropping weird little like tidbits of you know weird little Vita games here and there for you know like every month or so. It's like it probably some. Yeah. It's, it's like exactly. that. Yeah. No, well, one, going
1: thing on. the, one thing the Switch has working against it in that regard, though, relative to the Vita, is the Vita is, or the Switch is a little bit bigger than the Vita. Right. So the Switch is harder to throw in your pocket and take sure. with you mm-hmm. sure. wherever you want to go. And that's, a kind of, that's the kind of thing you want to do when you're away from your main home console. Uh, you know, not necessarily those style of games mm-hmm. are things you, you play on the go. Well,
3: yeah. <laughs> on the flip side, there's also the opportunity for for multiplayer stuff, uh, mm-hmm. which the Vita never really had going for it. Uh, we're getting I mean, the switch is getting like Stardew Valley and it's getting duck game and like weird little games that are overcooked even, which is yeah. like stuff that you need to buy, you know, for $50 controllers to play four player co-op with. And, you know, yeah, makes a ton of sense
2: also worth noting that a lot of those games uh, announced today will probably come to PlayStation 2. Oh, yeah. totally. SteamWorld yeah. Dig 2 will totally come to PlayStation if, you know, yeah. if
1: they're not ar- there already. If yeah, they're yeah. not there already, yeah. I'll yeah.
3: be very surprised if we get some of those games on Vita though, you know. Yeah, I'm
4: just I mean, I've been a huge handheld gamer since I was a little kid since the original Game Boy came out. Uh, the first time I played a game like Link's Awakening or Pokémon where I was like, you can do a like full fleshed out console game on a handheld. So it's good to see the Vita kept that alive for many years, Nintendo kept that alive, and now the Switch is keeping that going and I'm hoping that gamers connect with it and it sends a message that this is that there's a market for this stuff mm. and that, you know, I mean, I loved the psp i loved the psp go i love the vita like i would like to see another handheld from sony at some point part of me tells me that it'll never happen again but part of me is like maybe keep hope alive like who knows like if this like i'm supporting the switch in hopes that first of all i'll get a bunch of good games out of it and it'll be really fun and i love what nintendo does but also that it sends a message that there's still a market for this and that sony can keep that side of things going too because i think them making a bunch of weird indie stuff for ps4 um it happens. It's kind of a dime a dozen. I mean, especially on PlayStation Plus. But when you look at the Vita, uh, it was a place where stuff like that could really shine. Mm-hmm. So I hope I hope they can build a home for that in the future.
3: So um, I pulled questions from the Facebook group, which is facebook.com slash groups slash podcast beyond uh, or just groups.net slash podcasts. Not really. Um, but, uh, yes, uh, Jasper Garland said, what are you guys currently playing in your Vita? I actually had, like, a weird little run-in with my Vita the other night. Um, I'd wipe my memory card because I had a bunch of crap on there, and it was just easier to, like, just clean it out entirely. Uh, what I didn't realize is that trying to re-download things onto that mm. is just a nightmare process like it is really bad from the store PlayStation from the store. store yeah so i was like the first thing i did i was like i'll just go to the uh, that old download qi they have on like the sony website and yeah. just queue up a bunch of things i need downloaded <laughs> from my library for whatever reason that doesn't or i couldn't find the way to do that because you have to go through like three different
4: approaches Well, there. it's interesting because the Vita UI and interface was basically a step up from what the PS3 was doing at the time. Yeah. And I don't know the last time you guys have turned on a PS3, but we are very oh, spoiled yeah. now. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah. We have it really good. Yep. But when you go back to the Vita, you're like, "Oh, that's not nearly at ps4 levels yeah. um accessing your library is not as, as nearly as quick or intuitive well no it's it's messed up because you basically like there's no library tab there's yeah. no like here's all
3: the stuff you own and so you pretty much have to go through games manually and be like oh it doesn't have a price tag i guess i own that <laughs> unless you don't and then they're like please give us money and i was like i thought i bought that oh well um but it got me thinking like all the stuff that the vita could have done better you know and i don't want to like kick it while it's down but like there's some there's some stuff in there that from day one
4: it's just like, oh why didn't you do that differently? I mean the back touch panels right off the bat were something that never should have been okayed. Yeah. Like yeah, there, I think that. I, there was basically no games where I was like oh that was a good idea. We like, oh, about I, that's I how can, we found can our can way tickle. to the gold and a big massage the back.
1: Yeah. they barely they barely use the the touchpad on the on the DualShock four.
4: Yeah. I mean yeah. that's that's the other thing that that has basically been a glorified fat map button. Yeah. Like even in Horizon it's just like.
3: Map! Yeah. I I else. it's it's crazy because, like, the Vita was developed by Mark Cerny, who also did the PS4. And I imagine at some point he was doing both of them at once and trying to be like, okay, what does what? You could say he has a real knack for design. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs)
2: Ooh,
3: Terrible. Um, Yeah, like... uh, Dude loves touch pads. We know that. (laughs) I mean, how cool would it have been if, like, if the the Vita was able to just double as a controller? You know, if they'd, like, bothered to make a, you know, a second button on there and just... I don't know Bluetooth in or whatever. It was yes
1: yes
4: and no. It's just not nearly as good as a DualShock. It was so close, like there were. There was, there's been times where, like, like I, I it's, Sony's had this weird communication problem with its devices in the last few years. Uh, the porting stuff from consoles to Vita was difficult because it was missing the buttons it needed, so you had to use yep. back touch. Uh, if you look at the, the way PSVR and PS4 Pro and 4K and HDR don't really communicate well, um, hooking your Vita up to a TV or a PlayStation View or PlayStation TV sort of works as, like, a second-screen experience. And then there's remote play that... Kind of works in many ways, but also doesn't in many ways. Like they've been so close yeah. in so many ways. It's well, why I kind of like that Nintendo with, with the Switch is kind of just like, all right, I think we're, I think we're, so, I think we solved this. Yeah. Sort of. I think we kind of got this. But it's hard to get all your systems commu- to communicate. And it's still like a, co- a kind of holdover from when people were plugging their Game Boy Advance SPs into their GameCubes years ago <laughs> to like play yeah. Crystal Chronicles and crap like that. And yeah. Nintendo,
1: Nintendo's
3: doing it by saying, okay, this is our only system. Yes. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Which is, kind of crazy but also smart
3: yeah i mean remember, it, 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 remember how like months before the vita dropped they were like we've got a new uh, playstation phone the xperia play <laughs> developed by ericsson yeah i played mine we bought.
4: i <laughs> played minecraft on their their xperia play phone at tgs a few years ago yeah. and it was like minecraft wasn't even out for vita at the time and it was like why is yeah. this on vita but like, then they were why like, is this on the Xperia play phone
3: when the vita went up for pre-order just a little over 5 years ago actually i think it came out uh i think it was like last week 5 years ago uh they were like uh you can pre-order the 3g version which you'll need a like a wireless coverage plan for or just the regular version and it was like is it a phone
4: yeah do I call people on my new PSP? Like what? That I, we see that a lot at launches too. Like when the PS3 launched, they're like, "Here's the 60 gigabyte version. Uh, it's the only one with backwards compatibility." And they are like, "Oh, cool!" And uh, then that just went away. It got retired basically, and then you never saw that again. So that's actually like the the rarest yeah. of, the, of the SKUs at this point.
3: I kept waiting for somebody to make. I mean, maybe some dudes out of Hong Kong to make an adapter for like a Vita memory card that you could slip like a micro SD card into. Yep. Never happened. I don't know what the the guts were there, and but and Sony won't allow. This that
4: because of course got their, not their proprietary technology of
3: course they love it they That's love hilarious. the proprietary yeah. stuff yeah because we can
1: that,
4: sell it we can charge anything we want for it no yeah. one can undercut us that no, it's, never went down that price really never no. went down yeah. dude I bought, a, I bought a, a, a
3: what is it a ps a ps tv, TV? yeah, yeah. The, the, basically it's a vita with a ps3 controller i got I one of those TV for
4: 15 dollars <laughs> and then i went to put a memory card in it and the memory card was more than a ps4 right so <laughs> get
3: out of here yeah no i i bought one i think it was 27 bucks yep. and the cheapest Vita memory card was, like, you know, over thirty five, and I was like, why did I buy this? What am I doing? <laughs> that That's somewhere where the Switch does have a beat. Just yep. use an SD card. Yep. Pretty much, yep. yeah. Um, so, yeah, on to uh, Rapid oh, Fire. Can we we didn't see? answer the question. Yeah. What we're so playing. that's what oh. we're currently playing on. <laughs> uh, my current, I'm currently Complainer. playing uh, 2017
2: yeah, PlayStation Store. I've uh, actually gone back to Disgaea four.
4: Oh nice. Yeah, you're really people. big into that.
2: Yeah, I love those games. You can play them forever. And uh Guy Five is coming out again on Switch, so I'll be moving on to that one soon. So just spending some time with Disgaea Four. Right? I think it's uh it's the perfect franchise for handhelds. <laughs> it's great. I just when you're on when I, I it's the only thing I need to take on a plane. Yeah. No matter how long the flight is. <laughs> nice. Just one Disgaea game and I can just yep. play it the whole time. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I was I, I played a bit of Hotline Miami
3: again, and it's yep. it's kinda crazy how much of that game is muscle memory and how like Jumping back into it and being like, yeah, I got pretty good at this. And then being like, this is a tutorial and I'm dying repeatedly. This sucks. So maybe Uh, I'll practice. There was
4: some insane sale a couple months back where they put like every Star Wars game that's ever been on Vita went on there for like 16 bucks. Oh, yeah. So I bought this bundle and I just started digging through it the other day. And it's weird stuff. Like it's like Lego Clone Wars 2 and like uh, some like remixed version of like portable Battlefront. Like, and I just started playing that, and I was like, this is really awesome, because like, I, I, was, I was sort of like watching people react when Battlefront came out about what they didn't like about it, and one of the big things that they ended up patching in later was that you couldn't fight bots. Mm-hmm. Like you couldn't fight offline bots. Um, to me, I was like, I don't see the difference in going online and fighting human beings that kill me. Oh, there's be- a
1: big difference. Is there? <laughs> yeah. Why?
4: Because they're dumber.
1: Yeah. Like you so, get to you get to you get to be the, the superhero in that and just kill everything. Is as, that what as it as is? About, yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. Well, and, and, and get you, good. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. also, if you have if you don't have a reliable internet connection, that yeah, sucks. That's but, true. Yeah. And just being able to, to run around uh, as a Jedi against a bunch of dumb bots who you can just slaughter. Yeah. You know, so, so I that's went. Where, I, that's I, it it just made
3: a Dynasty Warriors basically. Yeah. Basically.
4: So I went back and I was playing Battlefront on my Vita, which I believe. Was a PSP game that got upported because mm. um, it does that weird thing where like it resets and gets letterbox and all this other stuff and the buttons are all wrong, um, <laughs> but it was really fun. Like it was just like this is really goofy. It's low res, like fighting stormtroopers, no matter how low poly they are, still kind of look y So yep. Yep. yeah, it was a good time. And what Vita? Dan, what are you are playing? Playing? Yeah, yeah, we're not playing
1: on your Vita. Oh, the, what haven't I been playing? <laughs> <laughs> I, I do not own a
4: Vita. You never yeah. had one, right? No. Yeah. I, I mean, I. I don't blame anybody that comfortably passed on that thing. I'm
1: I'm not a handheld guy. (laughs) Got it. I did own the 1989 Game Boy, but that was the last
4: one I Yes. (laughs) It's a good one. I just ordered one of those at the office for the Up at Noon set. I've, I've still got mine. The original. Oh, sweet.
2: The yeah, the original. Gray one.
4: Yeah, there's a guy on eBay that uh, redoes them and, like, puts in brand new screens and glass covers and stuff like that, yeah, which it, made yeah. me really excited for, like, the modding scene for um, PSPs, PSP goes and Vita's in a couple years because I think people are going to be, like, oh, yeah. kidding like, those things out on eBay yeah, for, like, put, 70 like, bucks.
3: Raspberry Pis in there or whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, my mine needs a new screen because it's just all, like, solid white lines through it. Yeah. <laughs> Um. So, uh, Phil Mansfield, going back to this, uh, thoughts on people potentially forgetting Horizon Zero Dawn due to Zelda dropping a few days later? I don't think that's a big issue. I don't, I don't think,
1: think so either.
2: Yeah. yeah.
3: I mean, like the like the if you were going to, <laughs> if yeah. you were going to buy
1: a Switch on day one, then sure. Yeah. But not a, like not everybody is like a bunch of people will, but not everybody is. There are 50 million PS4s yep. out there, and there are going to be maybe 2 million Switches for the yeah. first couple of months. Yeah. So that, and that's
3: being generous, right. plus, plus a couple Wii and U's. Then, yeah, there's, right. what, 13 million Wii U's out 13 there. or 14 Wii U's. Yep. So, yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's that, that'd be I, interesting. Then again, there's also the fact that Zelda's a you know a 30-plus-year-old series that people love and adore, and, like, you know, maybe they'll jump on that before a new IP that's so, so I nice. Mean, that's a
1: $360 buy-in for, yeah. for, for exactly. to, to play Zelda if you don't already own a, a
4: Wii U. Yep. Yeah. Um, so. That being said, there's a couple people in the office who have put significant time into both and all i've heard from everybody is they are very different games yeah um i think it's easy to put them together because it's like uh a... they both have archery you yeah, both play it's... as a beautiful red-headed woman yeah <laughs> yeah i mean you play as a a, a beautiful woman looking character <laughs> holding a bow and arrow who has to go hunting weird monsters yeah but uh, and they are giant open world games with mountains But other than that, I think they're very, very different. Um, I don't really think one's going to cannibalize the other. If anything, I think that if you own a PlayStation and you don't own a Nintendo system, you're probably going to get a pretty significant Zelda fix from Horizon. Like, it felt... Zelda-ish enough to I, me. It has dungeons. Yeah, it's
2: got it's, it's got, got dungeons. They're not it's, the same though. They're not like puzzle dungeons. No, it doesn't. It doesn't have Zelda's puzzles.
4: Yeah. It, they feel more like the tombs in like Assassin's Creed games or something mm-hmm. like that. Or in, in, I mean, not even in Tomb Raider because Tomb Raider like has a lot of puzzles in the tombs. Yeah. Um,
1: you know, the the world mm-hmm. in Zelda is so much more interactive in so many different ways that that than Horizons uh, is it, like it's it's a just a very different. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Style of play all the way around.
4: Yeah, and it's like, obviously, the, the graphics in, in Breath of the Wild are sort of, like, more subtle. They are, like, more cartoony, more, like, kind of uh, just, eight, like, 80s Japanese animation inspired. Whereas Horizon looks photorealistic at times. Like On a, with, on a PS4 Pro. On a yeah. PS4 Pro, it's just absolutely stunning. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. Like, do, like, if you have the opportunity to play both, like, please play both because they are... Both awesome games, and I I can't imagine skipping one. I mean, rent one. Go to Redbox and put five bucks in and and take it. Leave a fake name. Steal it.
3: Go to your friend's friend's
4: house. Make some friends. Go to jail. Talk to your friends in jail about video games. Make friends with strangers. Go go out of the parking lot. Talk to people. Do like 20 to 40 years. Good, cold, hard time.
3: Go go to one of those jails that has video games. Those are called hospitals. <laughs> uh, and Selmo Ortega says, "How can we make super hot VR on PSVR happen?" Uh, this is a game that I've been dying to play, and I have a VR hat, and I would like to Dan play. this it it. game, I'll, right?
1: I'll set you up right out there. After oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah we have it uh, in the office. Yeah. So, yeah. so that that game is is published by Oculus.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, Ooh,
1: I didn't know that. Yes. Okay. So like, Oculus is, you know, has a game publishing arm. So they, they yeah. are they do they do a bunch of, of these these uh, little projects just to you know they're trying to kickstart VR, but because they're paying for it, they are locking
4: it to their system. Right. So We'll never ever see it on PSVR.
1: Not necessarily never, but I mean, it could be a a timed exclusivity thing. It depends on the deal they struck with them, which I don't know the details of. Uh, You know, who knows how much money they pumped into it.
4: Yeah. This is like asking for Halo on PlayStation,
2: right? Yeah.
1: Not quite that bad. Yeah.
2: But close. Okay. Uh, It is very cool. And uh, actually, I was at the Dice Awards uh, in Vegas last week and. Superhot VR one best VR game. Of oh, that's experience. awesome!
1: It is pretty crazy. I, I had a, a buddy over uh, just to just to drink beer and play video games last weekend, and I set him up with that. And he like he, he was like, "Oh yeah, I've, I've got uh, I've got the the Google Daydream." Uh, yeah. Or, 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 your VR yeah. or whatever he was messing
4: with, you're like you're it's about like, to get dunked on. Yeah. You.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like no, you, you have no idea what VR game. Yeah, are. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah he, he was he was just super impressed by that. What
4: about control wise though? Because I know you reviewed PSVR and and Oculus, right? Yep. And so you 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 pretty much understand VR hardware here at IGN better than anybody. Does this game was this game something some, that could work well with Move controllers? Yeah. Could,
1: Okay, I mean, there's uh, all you really do is, is you know point and grab. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, it's the same kind of pointing and shooting yeah. you saw in um, uh, I've forgotten the name of the, the PSVR launch games already. Uh, the the shoot pointer yeah. getaway
4: the yeah, no. yeah, the yeah the get the
1: getaway drive. Why one. are we forgetting the name of this yeah. game?
4: I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, the, the London heist. The yeah. heist. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, That that one you know did pointing and shooting fairly mm-hmm. well. Um, and there's also the uh, the horror one. Um, Rush of blood or whatever. Yeah, it's rush yeah. of blood yep. um, until done. Until done, yep. rush of blood. Yes, uh, that one also behaved fairly well for shooting. And this is this is kind of the same yeah. thing. Uh, the difference is that you know it only moves when you move, uh-huh. um, and it's it's even different from the. Also, aesthetically, it's really stylized,
3: isn't it? Oh yeah, it's, it's super super it simple, it, which yeah, makes mm-hmm. it great for VR because so it's not like it's going to just suddenly make you want to puke because it gets kicked out a few right, right. polygons uh-huh. or whatever. And but the you know the
1: idea of it is that you can and it works differently in VR than it does on on consoles right. where you where you, they only move when you are moving physically like your your character is moving in a direction right this they'll move if you're moving your arms or your head okay Ooh. and so it's,
4: it's it's basically like freeze frame bullet time video game where you can shoot right. Uh, and yeah. throw projectiles and... It's Mr. Fox, oh, you what can, time you, is it? Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, and you can you can throw projectiles. You can't catch other people's bullets in this one. Okay. But uh, you can... you Can, can
4: you catch bullets uh, in your teeth? No. That sucks.
1: But you, can, you need teeth trackers for that. They're working on it. <laughs> working on it. <laughs> but you, you can you're neo out of the way of things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I like to think of it as... Like a simulator for, you know, you th- you see all those action movies like John Wick where he's making all these instantaneous decisions about, you know, I'm going to take out that guy, then that guy, then that guy, then that guy. Then that guy yep. And I'm going to throw this at, this at that guy while I reload. It's that kind of thing,
3: except you get to take all the time you want between those yep. moves That's pretty cool uh, just to think about what you're doing next. Brad. Um, well, anyway, anecdotally, good news. Uh, PlayStation VR sold through 915,000 units worldwide as of February 19, 2017, which yeah, is good huge. news. Uh, Very good. Sony's been trying to get more of those out there in the wild. They're not... Just they're not they're not pulling a Vita here, apparently. Uh, and currently there are more than 220 software titles in content and content development for PSVR with highly anticipated launches on the way, including Ace Combat 7, Final Fantasy 15, Steel Combat, Tekken 7, Farpoint. Anyway, and by the end of 2017, over 100 new software titles and experiences are expected to be released. And of course, there's going to be a ton of weird indie stuff coming out
4: of G C yeah. and PAX. And These are uh, great sales numbers for something that sony has actively been not trying to sell (laughs) like this thing has not been in stores max you got one recently and you said your fiance got it for you and it was a pain in the ass to find yeah which is sort of good and
3: bad yeah i I think that i think that it's sort of like it i don't think it's manufactured scarcity but they Mm -hmm. don't it's better business to be in high demand than to be like gathering dust on shelves yes like gather dust in my house (laughs) <laughs> because i haven't set that camera up properly yeah. I
1: and mean, regardless of the perception that like you don't want a bunch of them sitting on on shelves mm-hmm. and you know making people seem feel like they're not being desired uh, I mean, it's just super expensive to have all that inventory and yeah. not moving it.
2: Especially yeah. a box of that size. It's a big ass box. A big box. <laughs> it's um, the NES Classic method. Yeah. of yeah, selling exactly. consoles.
3: Yeah. Well, no, it's it's kind of like and then the just whole, retire it halfway through. It's kind of like the whole nightclub mentality of like if you have a line outside the door, people are like, "Ooh, what's that in there?" And it's like there might be three people in there, like being like, "This party sucks," but mm-hmm. know, there's a line outside, so there's that. Uh, Paul Sanchez, is is 2017 one of the best years of video
4: games? It's a really good year so far. I'm gonna say that I already like 2017 better than all of 2016.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think 2016 was a particularly great year for games. Yeah,
4: I, like, I, there was a lot of talk here from people like Jared Petty, which luckily we just got rid of him. Yeah, <laughs> um, no, I love you, Jared. Uh, we were saying like 2016 is the best year of video games has, and, and I'm like, nah, not even so, close. No. Like so far this year, I've played through Resident Evil Seven, Neo. Uh, uh, Horizon, I'm about to start Zelda and a brand new console is launching with it. Like, yeah, I'm gonna throw Gravity Rush 2 in there. Gravity Rush, yeah, like awesome. we're just getting started. Um, yeah. especially if yeah, you just go to zero, yeah, just look at PlayStation exclusive so far, we've gotten a ton. So, uh, yeah, it's been really a really cool year. It could all go to hell by the end of the year, but when
2: I have like, dude, if we get if we, if that new Mario game actually comes out, and we get yeah. a new Zelda and a new Mario game this year, yep, yep, yeah, it's also, pretty awesome. I mean, the fact that and we're, are, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, or, we're getting like things I like hope. that
3: are are leaking, like. And E three hasn't even, you know, approached yet. Mm -hmm. Getting a
4: new mass effect. Yeah. It's February and it feels like November. Yep. that's yeah. how this feels right now like it's a pretty cool problem to have the fact that one of our questions one of the biggest, most asked questions of the last few weeks is like Horizon and Zelda what do I do like this doesn't feel like a, a February question right. March question <laughs> yeah this feels like a it's Christmas and I can only pick one yeah. you know so this is a good problem to have um, yeah I think like Horizon Zero Dawn is one of my favorite games of this generation if not my favorite um, it's up there probably with Bloodborne I think Bloodborne edges it out slightly but the fact that we're a month and a half into this year and I have a favorite game of not only this year so far, but definitely everything last year uh, shows we can only go up from here.
1: Yeah, last year I got Civilization Six and XCOM Two, so that was a pretty big yeah. year for me.
4: Mm-hmm. That's our Dan Stapleton, yeah. <right. laughs> um,
3: Chris Waterman says, "What do you think the historical cutoff is for Call of Duty? Would you play a Call of Duty Civil War?" Uh, well, they made a Far Cry game about cavemen, so I yeah, think I'd possible. go back that far. Yeah, I, just, yeah, I, I mean, hmm. what would that be like? I, don't I mean, think Civil ha- War, like yeah. the, the weapons are so are so different.
1: Like the the pace of it is so so different. Yeah, they're there like, have like, been Call Civil War games. Gameplay, yeah. The Call of Duty gameplay
3: just wouldn't wouldn't map to that. I just don't think. I think COD is such a kind of uh, very gradual and safe series. Like they always they're like we've added jumping higher. Or, you know, they, they'll they change, like, little things, and they'll be kind of like a cosmetic duel, but five years further in the yeah. future. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. The warfare is now infinite instead of just modern or advanced. Um, but yeah, yeah. You know, No, like... it
4: really feels like when a five-year-old kid's like, oh, I have an $11 billion at home.
2: I have $12 billion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so I think that... I think that They're just, like, uh,
4: one-upping each other.
3: I'd love to see Call of Duty, like, do something like that. It'd be kind of cool to see them do, like, a... Maybe, maybe kind of almost a Bioshock approach where it's like set in an old time setting, but with weird modern twists to it. Isn't know?
1: that Isn't that kind of what like what Black Ops was?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Also, it, I mean, also great uh, stuff in that. Also, zombies. You get Jeff Goldblum as a magician. You're running around with like crazy guns. Yeah, yeah I think. I mean, I,
1: yeah, I, I think like the the cutoff is basically World War One because that's when they started introducing automatic weapons, and you can't have a Call of Duty without automatic weapons.
2: You can't. You. Yeah. I mean, that's the essence of Call of Duty.
1: I, th- I think so. I, I think
4: know. it's it's gotten so fast and so twitchy and so jumpy that going backwards at this point is like you basically have to in- invent a new franchise. Like if they if 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 Activision was just like we have a new shooter franchise and it's slow and methodical, well, I and mean, weird and Bioshocky and there's apes. I, it,
1: was, <laughs> it was never. It was never. Like, even original Call of Duty was not slow and methodical. I mean, by, by yeah. comparison. Uh, yes, but I mean they've already said this year like we're going back to our roots, whatever that means. They yeah. could they could be hinting at going back to World no War. No
4: more jumping on the walls. <laughs>
3: get down from there, you rats!
1: Boys,
4: get off the ceiling.
3: <laughs> but they could
1: be going back to World War Two. They could be going to yep. Vietnam. Uh, they could be going to Korea. That one hasn't been done very much. Yeah, but. I,
4: I will never just completely write off that series. I'm always sort of vaguely interested in what they're doing next. But I think the days of me playing, at least through the campaign every single year, have been gone for a few years now. Yeah. I, I'd love to reconnect with it, though. Yeah. I'm sure they're, they're probably just going to start a land war in Asia. Yeah, that sounds about right.
3: That's, <laughs> how, that's how war works. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it would be really cool to see like a, a Civil War game that uses some modern sensibilities. But... Like there's that whole emphasis on on like survival games. Uh, James Duggan was was uh, posting on Twitter this weekend about uh, uh, this pirate game or this, this seafaring game that kind of looks like a more realistic Sea of Thieves, mm-hmm. uh, where basically you've got a whole bunch of people crewing a ship. And I was like, are we really at that point where the most fun games are based on like arguably the least fun things? Like yeah. we have a game called Don't Starve that people love. <laughs> yeah. It's a game about trying not to starve
4: no i'm we're like six months away from like help your friend move 2017 yeah like four guys have to lift the couch yeah. or
3: that like one where james franco gets like like stuck in a crevasse, you got to like eat your own arm.
1: We're very close to farming simulator at
3: 2018. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a thing. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's I don't a know
2: popular series, right? Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, but that'd be uh be kind of a fun game. Is you know Civil War, and you get uh you get the the bad bathroom stuff going on, and you know people can't shoot you while you're crapping because that would be bad form and ungentlemanly. Great work, Max. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Jose Byler says, tell me about Horizon in comparison to Zelda. We oh, already we did. did. Way ahead of you. Play both if yeah. you can. Steal
4: it. Steal one.
3: Go yeah. to jail. Play you the go. other when you
2: get out. What about Horizon in comparison to uh Tomb Raider? You like Ooh. it you like it better than both recent Tomb Raider games? Uh yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah i'm gonna flat no. out say yes the combat um, is way better yeah it really is um i think i like Lara as a whole better like i just i think that maybe i mean it's 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 cheating right because i've had a connection to that character cheating on Lara. <laughs> cheating on laura since like like sixth grade where i was like oh she's got boobs <laughs> i like those <laughs> i like triangles too and they're yeah, the same words. thing. Um, but I think that uh, Horizon is doing something that uh, I think it's surpassing Tomb Raider. I think it's surpassing Uncharted in terms of um, what it's actually accomplishing. The open world stuff, the the beauty of it all, the sort of diversity in combat, Um I love robots, so that's always fun. I think Uncharted's got a better story, but I, what can Yo, So, uh,
3: so Tomb Raider has had dinosaurs in it in the past. Uh, yeah, what really... if uh, What if the next Tomb Raider is a full blown open world game that has dinosaurs? Running I'm around totally
4: it. into that. I'm <laughs> totally into that. I mean, I think they kind of have to because, like, Horizon has scripted segments that feel Tomb Raidery, where things collapse and fall. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not really as QTE driven, where you're, you know, Aloy is like shuffling down this like rocky hallway as everything explodes yeah. but uh it's doing a lot of really cool stuff so i think that like i don't know we compared tomb raider and uncharted for years and Horizon's just kind of like hey what's well, up? <laughs> at this point like you know if you
1: had asked that when tomb raider was had just been rebooted mm-hmm. like i think the comparison would have been much closer yeah like, combat still better in in uh, horizon but but just the fact that horizon is doing a bunch of Not necessarily new things, but combining things in new ways. Yeah. Uh, It feels much fresher than anything like Uncharted does. Yeah. Uncharted is very iterative and it's getting, it's changing things, but it's still the fundamentally same thing.
4: I'm also getting that itch that I got in Uncharted 4 where I was like, I want to go treasure hunting, I want to find stuff, but I'm doing that in an open world, you know and climbing is something you can do in this game um, zip lining is something you can do in this game, like repelling like all of these cool things, and a lot of those are sort of like QTEs, or are kind of content uh, context sensitive uh, actions, but yeah I'm, it's scratching that uh, Tomb Raider itch, that Uncharted itch, and I think it's surpassing. It's tetanus. It is tetanus, yeah <laughs> and it's surpassing it in a lot of ways so, I don't know. I'm really excited we get uh, new installments of all of these games, hopefully for a long time.
1: But, man, if, when, you, when you play some Zelda and then go back to playing Horizon, not being able to climb absolutely everything drives you nuts.
4: Mm. Ooh, really? So, all you right. can kind of do that in Horizon. You just have to jump weirdly up <laughs> di- everything yeah. diagonally. Have yep. you tried doing that? Friend, I, it's really janky. Mixed results. <laughs> but you get you get up there sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, Sky <laughs> L- climbing. Link
1: yep. Link is just like a gecko, though. Yeah. He can fun. actually climb like kind of like this. Like, yeah, but he gets <laughs> sleepy like a
4: big <laughs> yeah. baby and falls, yeah, and Aloy great. never does. That's <laughs> true. She, she just she gets, gets spread forever. Right? She can sprint forever. Yeah.
3: Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, yeah, so Horizon's out in the wild. Uh, head on over to the, the Podcast Beyond Facebook group. It's facebook.com slash group slash Podcast Beyond. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people over there are going to be having a great time with this wacky dinosaur robot hunting game. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you can find us all on Twitter. I'm Max Scoville. Brian, you're Agent Bizzle. Dame, Damon, you're Dame Zero. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, You know, like Dame Judy
4: Dench. Yep. (laughs) Spelled spelled differently. Just
3: like Uh, And Dan, are you just Dan Stableton? I am. There you go. Just.
4: Oh, I want to plug our wikis and guides for Horizon oh, Real because yeah, totally. they're phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got huge maps. We've got tons of videos to help you find all the cool secret stuff. If you get stuck in that game or you get lost in that game or you're fighting a big bad evil robot man and you can't kill him, uh, go right there because they've been very helpful. Also, also,
1: those, those wiki kids have been knocking themselves out. Well, yeah,
2: yeah. I was gonna say we also are gonna have an awesome guide for Zelda. Yeah, yeah. To be Playing that too. So. I, I heard it's like fully interactive and yeah, all this that's stuff. Cool. So yeah, it's nuts. This is the place to be.
3: Yo, it's like March tomorrow, and it's already yeah. really great time for video games. So that's yep. that's good news. 2017 rules. Yeah. All right. All right, on that note, 2016. Yeah, (laughs) yes. Take that, you old year. All right, we'll see you guys
4: next time. Bye. 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 Beyond. Beyond. Beyond.
0: (laughs) Hey, it's Mae Whitman, and I play Frankie in the New Realm podcast, The Sisters. The Sisters is about a museum curator of medical oddities who investigates the origins of a mutated skeleton with two layers of bones. Seven ribs are completely fused. And you have no idea where this came from? No, she was sent here anonymously. Uh -uh, Not she. They, maybe? Wait. I've never seen anything like this. Soon, she uncovers an extraordinary mystery that connects her present with one family's tragic past in hauntingly dangerous ways.
2: My grandfather was a journalist
1: back in the 60s and 70s. He specialised in strange stories.
0: Who are they? How are they connected to the skeleton? Play the tape. You'll see. Listen to The Sisters wherever you get your podcasts.
3: We dream about it. We both dream about it. How often? Every night.